I'm Alessa. I'm Shania. We're sisters, entrepreneurs, industry disruptors, and co-owners of Oz & Co. Here to share our wins and failures in business and life. Thank you for tuning into Oz, Oz Unscripted. Episode six. six. Episode six, so excited. I could talk about yeah. this one for... Ever. Ever, ever. I feel like we both share this passion of marketing. We're going to have to have like somebody cut us off or... Thomas, give us the heads up, the five. Yes. So mm-hmm. marketing, um, we're going to have a whole series on it, but we wanted to start with social because I think every, that's like the big thing. It's been the big thing in our world. Everyone thinks they're an expert. So we are not social media experts. We are just sharing our journey with mm-hmm. it and why, you know, the, the way it benefits our business and why we believe it's important to have in your business. Um, so again, I'm going to disclose we are not experts. And marketing is not only social. And marketing is not only social. This is just the first series of the marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're starting out with that because we both have had very similar paths in our social media world and those journeys and how they've how those that path in social has grown our following um, of our clients mm-hmm. and patient base. And it's been a tool to keep in touch with clients mm-hmm. and patients and past clients and make new connections. So when I think of it, I don't think of um, followers. So social, I think both of us, the storyline or like philosophy of what, how we used it was really about storytelling and Mm -hmm. experiences and experiences lead to storytelling. So just posting a photo, like it's not nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's fine for Mm -hmm. some people, but I think, um, maybe we both go through like our journeys Mm -hmm. a little bit with social. So for me in the mortgage side of things, right. Um, Things really changed. So when I started, people used to come into the office. People used to um, see me, talk to me, and um, they kind of stopped because technology evolved. So, you know, everything could be done online. And um, (laughs) they just wanted to fill out all their applications online and whatever. So for me, it was important to build a business page because it was a way to connect with my clients. So when they applied, right, they could see I'm a mom. I am not just somebody that's behind a computer approving them for a loan. It was a way to connect. It was also a way to showcase like our client experience, right, and the things that go into it and also educate. And so I think that people think Instagram or whatever it is, and they just think like, oh, well, the more followers you have, you're going to get more business. Like, no, it is a way to intentionally connect with people. And um, I would say you shouldn't just talk about your business on your page. Like that is the number one thing. You should have a mix of things. Nobody wants to go follow a mortgage page that just talks about mortgage unless they're buying a house and then they'll unfollow you because they are no longer finding a house. So um, using social as a way to keep engaged with people was why it was so important to me. I think for me on the other side was nobody wants to follow a dentist. Like yeah. boring. 
scary. <laughs> like, you know, that's not an Oh my gosh, no offense, have. but the dentist, that, and I'm not a dentist, so mm-hmm. I can say this. Um, the dentist that You like probably posts, have dentists listening to you though. Okay, and that's fine. <laughs> I personally, as somebody who is just getting into the dental world, hate seeing like the bloody teeth and like, Oh, I yeah. like to see pretty teeth, but like, you I don't, don't want like to know. cheek retractors in the yes. mouth? Yes. No. It's scary. You know, you know who's brutally honest with me we, hmm. is, is Scott, my husband. Yeah. He's like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's all sorts of flesh colors and I, I just don't like it. So that's actually helped me. Like if I post a picture of a photo yeah. of a smile and there are cheek retractors involved and I cheek retractors, I mean, on your face. Yeah. It's like zoomed in just on the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for us, the social has been kind of similar in that it was to connect. And I, as you were speaking on your piece, I felt like back in the early days, it was telling the story of the experience in an office. So I'd have like my kids with my dentist loves me balloons as they're walking mm-hmm. out. We used to give those out for the kids. Or, you know, we'd have one of the first, if you go back to the Dentist Off Main Facebook, because mm-hmm. Facebook was like it back then. Yes. There was no Instagram. One of the first photos that's in the album is a community event. It was like a little barbecue carnival thing yeah. that we put on. So it was a way to connect and engage the community mm-hmm. on things that we we're doing that were non-dental, um, that were like investing in events or, you know, um, telling storylines. So that's how it started. Mm-hmm. Introducing your team, right? Like get to know you. I'm not yeah. just some just eyes behind me. a mask. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a lot of, back in the early days, it was literally, you know, my phone, actually maybe even a camera mm-hmm. taking the photos, downloading them on the computer, mm-hmm uploading it because I had a I had a, like an Nokia brick phone mm-hmm. there was there was no yeah apps on there I mean back yeah. in the day MySpace I wish they would bring it back you know what Instagram needs to do mm-hmm. like when I go to somebody's page they should have that like song that they pick you know yeah. um because I feel like when I'm scrolling through somebody's page it actually would be pretty entertaining to like listen so to music while you're like I don't know yeah. I love that about MySpace and it's then you had idea. your like top friends yeah, yeah. Well, um, so we both were kind of doing the same thing, right? Like mm-hmm. taking photos, uploading. Um, did did you try to like build a blog or anything? I think you touched base on that in our earlier in our, episode. Yeah. You had I the totally, love, Jenya. Yep. I totally had the blog, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of like don't even like talking about, but it was a part of my mm-hmm. story. We also did a little thing together. We sold lipstick. So embarrassing. No, but I'm going to bring it up because we learned a lot about going yeah. live. That was the first time that I like went live. I, I found this lipstick that didn't rub off and everyone thought I invented it because it was like nobody knew about it. And it kind of got in big Malala, in our little town. Girl, yes, I earned a Jeep for it. I got a car out of it. But most importantly, it's one of those things that invested time into it and yeah. money. And what did I get out of it? It wasn't a waste. It's not an embarrassment. It actually It's not an embarrassment. No, at no, all. I like network say that. That was network rude. marketing actually yes. teaches a lot of really important things to a lot of and females specifically. It could yeah. be ugly, but could also be beautiful. For me, it really um, got me out of my comfort zone of speaking on camera. Mm-hmm. And going live. And from then on, like, we went live for, 
you know, yeah. dental related things and events and Do you people's... remember when we had huh? that garage sale? Yes. And we like went live and we were going through the clothes and we had like people commenting like, mm-hmm. oh, could you save that for me? And we, I think it was a great way because we did it as sisters mm-hmm. and it was like fun, right? And like yeah. something that we didn't, we like, obviously we're serious about it, but not in the sense like we had other jobs. So like it was a way for us to like bond as sisters and yeah. I'm pretty sure like we said it was 8 a.m. and it was at your place and there was a line yeah. of people because it was like a private sale. But again, that went back to social. Yeah. It was going back to live. And I think it wasn't that you were like amazing at Morgan and I was amazing being a dentist that it was us like colliding together. Yeah. Um, and people liked seeing the, not just the polished website or the polished blog yeah, post. Yeah, it's like the real. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. We were always, we always allowed, I think people to see like our vulnerabilities and a little bit yeah. behind the scenes. So with time, I ended up using services like um, there's companies out there in the dental f- marketing mm-hmm. side that they give you like, hold up the sign like, you know, I love my dentist. My teeth are so mm-hmm. fresh and so clean, you know, like, and we would take photos with our patients. Yeah. And even then it's, it kind of like, I didn't want to use just their product alone. Cause I felt like everybody else was using it. Mm-hmm. And so telling the experience storyline, I always try to like cater it to yeah. us and to me. Do you feel like you did that too in mortgage? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, and, and again, like every the right way is different for everyone, mm-hmm. right? So, like, there are people that just have no interest in doing anything on social and hire a company because they just need some awareness. Mm-hmm. Like, they need their name. We're really passionate about it, and we want to be involved because we want it to be us. Mm-hmm. We don't want it to be... And and when you hire a company, I do feel like it takes away from... They're not going to know you. They're not going to be able to talk with you every day and kind of know how you speak. So I feel like you and I both feel like we have we have help with our social mm-hmm. and with our content. Um, but we were very involved in that. And, um, you know, the people that help us speak to us on a daily basis, they're able to learn and listen and know how we would say something or like what we believe mm-hmm. in. And I think when you hire a company that maybe is even local but they're just posting for you it takes away from that like they're not going to be able to show your personality or your story like you said I think we want our social media presence to tell a story so people feel like they know us and so when they meet us it is still us and it's not somebody somebody's created yeah I think you know the biggest disappointment is when you see something online um, and you show up to experience something or to buy something or, um, and it's like a, it's a disappointment because it's not how it's featured or presented. And so I think when you put so much of yourself into it, so for us, it was taking the photos, the video, writing Mm -hmm. the, the posts, like trying to figure out some sort of consistency in that. I mean, it was a lot of work like at nighttime, right. And the Mm -hmm. weekends and, but the payoff was the audience got to know us. So yeah. when they actually met us, it was like there was already the, – um, the ice was broken. Mm-hmm. And so for the tr- next kind of transition, I guess, in my 
uh, history of this was when the dentist off Maine went into their new space, we built out a new website. And at the mm-hmm. time, like, you know, it was a beautiful website. We actually still have it. Um, we created some videos of the patient experience and the journey and a video about me and like my history instead of just the bio. And I think that set the tone that like I wanted to take it to the next mm-hmm. level. And I think you were probably along the same like timeline where you started to tell yeah. more storylines as well. Um, you know, any history on that for you? Like, how did you um, add a like? When did you be? When did it become too much to handle? I guess where I felt like I needed to hire somebody, mm-hmm. expand on your team. I mean, I don't know because I do love marketing and like client experience so much, which is marketing. That like when my business grew to a level where I knew I needed to hire another assistant. You know, a lot of people told me, hey, you should hire another loan assistant. And I was like, no, I want to hire a marketing person because all the things that I want to do, I am doing at 10 o'clock at night because during the day I am, you know, meeting with clients and um, that. So like it was actually really important for me for that next person to be a marketing person. And you know, when she came on, we like, I love it because we meet every week. We go over, um, you know, what we're planning ahead. We're able to get really, I am so type A and need everything organized. Like my closet is like color coordinated and like, I am just such a type A when it comes to that stuff. So I feel like if you're going to do social, whether it's somebody helping you, I personally feel like you should hire somebody on your team or part-time, or a high school person, like a high school student or a college student that can talk to you and you can, like, they can hear you again. Um, And then, um, you know, invest that time where you are letting them get to know you. You are planning. First step, be consistent on every platform. So we're not just talking about Instagram. If you have an Instagram, but then your Facebook is something completely different, then, um, you know, you need to change that. Make sure your LinkedIn is updated. Like if Mm -hmm. you don't have your business on LinkedIn, people go different places. Um, And then come up with your pillars. So can you touch, like what are pillars? Yeah. I mean, pillars are like, what it, what are you talking about? Yeah. What is the storylines? Like, okay, I'm a dentist. Is my pillar just talking about teeth? Like you're gonna lose you're gonna lose that engagement pretty soon. So I'm gonna talk about my team. I'm gonna yeah. talk about our technology. I'm gonna talk about the experience. I'm gonna talk about how we give back. I'm gonna talk about so there's pillars. Yeah. And I think like that's what's the hardest to come up with, I think sometimes mm-hmm. is finding that voice. And so when you brought on the team member, you you better have a voice and you better know what your yeah. pillars are. I think for me, it was my team member. It was a front office, like receptionist position. It was actually Alex. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly the same thing that I was struggling with, staying up late at night, trying yeah. to you know answer messages, um, having events and running to Target at 10 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. you know, back when Target was open past that, you know, the night before the event and coordinating everything. And so that key person, like when you're hiring, better know what your pillars are so they yeah. can help you execute that plan. And I think that's, when you come up with your pillars, it's a little bit easier to come up with content. Mm-hmm. And so when you say personal, like a personal post, an educational one, a... um 
you know, maybe equipment one or technology, whatever it is, it's going to be easier for you and that person or whoever your team is to say, okay, what is something about technology, you know, educational about um, the tech we have, right, Mm -hmm. in our clinic? Um, versus not for them just like free fall, free for alling it, mm-hmm. if that's even a word, um, and saying, okay, what should we post next week? Let's, it really kind of, um, dials, dials it down and you're able to come up with ideas and make sure that you're keeping a running list of ideas. Like we use Trello for mm-hmm. like our different ideas and platforms. Um, so then you can look at those things because sometimes like, for me, like all my ideas come in the morning and... And mine are really late at night. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> so like I'll be doing my makeup and I'm keeping in my notes, mm-hmm. like all the ideas I'm thinking about. Um, so make sure you're writing down all your ideas. Okay. So, so we got really busy. We were doing it all ourselves. We hire, we each hire somebody. Mm-hmm. It's still really hard to kind of keep everything organized. There wasn't no. a lot of platforms to help us. Uh, but I think w- w- the next thing we did was we wanted to have a consistent look and feel. So yeah. we both hired photographers. Yeah. We like did it around the same time. Mm-hmm. And we do shoots that are intentional for the following season. So usually it's like once a quarter, I yep. would say. And it's, you know, what do we have coming up? Yeah. Let's plan some stuff. So yes, we have organic uh, pictures that we take, but we also have that bank of content that we use that goes with the style and the look of the pages. Yeah. I think your photographer is really important. And if you're going to invest that amount into it for me specifically, I wanted somebody that could portray capture emotion. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found Betsy, um, Betsy blues who we use at the dentist off main side and on Mm -hmm. AE and the first post that it is somebody posting this photo of a couple that were going through a really hard time. And that like picture just stopped me in my tracks. It was on Instagram. I go followed it, figured out that it was a photographer in Oregon, Southern Oregon. And for me, like when we headed off and finding out that she doesn't like she does minor edits, but there's no filters on her photography mm-hmm. and she films with, uh, shoots with film as well. It was important that she was artistic. She was able yeah. to tell a story that these photos were not highly filtered, um, because it wanted to show like the raw truth behind the smiles that we were restoring yeah. and how they were impacting lives. And so she, we shoot quarterly and so tell me, like, when you're preparing for a quarterly shoot, what goes into it? Is a it, lot. does the photographer show up and then, like, you let them free for all? No, I mean, I meet with my marketing girl. We go through, like, what's going on in the next quarter? What are some ideas or topics that we've talked about? What holidays are coming up? What team photos do we need to take? We, or we get a list down. We have a call with the photographer. We kind of like a brainstorming mm-hmm. session. We develop a Pinterest board for the shoot to get inspiration. And then she kind of makes us a list of, um, you know, props that we need. And then, um, you know, my marketing manager is able to go get all that prepared. We have the shoot of time. We know, like, that is the one thing. Don't go into a shoot not knowing what you're shooting. Like, yeah. that, they can be really expensive. And if you're going to invest that much money in content, make sure you are spending the time to get yeah. organized. It, this sounds like a really great topic for, like, a whole yeah, shoot that yeah, we can interview our people yeah, for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that was, that kind of touched on photography, content creation. 
situation. So we are still to this day so intentional and what mm-hmm. you see on our feed, it is a hundred percent us. Yeah. Um, and we're the ones that are like really figuring out what that idea is. And then we have amazing creative team around us, whether it's um, managing the account, you know, actually posting, photographer, um, photographers, videographer, Thomas, shout out, shout out to yes. Thomas. Uh, oil is creation helps us yeah, edit uh-huh. too. Um, just, it I takes mean, a village. Mm-hmm. It does, you know what I mean? It just like, we have an amazing village. Yes. yes. So, um, so that's our team. That was growing the team. Um, and then I would say, you know what, there's one more member on the team and it's not really a person. And that is now um, this ability, it's technology, it's platform. So things like Canva, Planoli, mm-hmm. Trello. Like how did we ever live without those things? things? So that's actually mm-hmm. a marketing episode too, the tools we use. Yes. Why don't you come? I love it. Yes. So hopefully, I know we went a little bit longer than usual, but I feel like, again, we're so, we could go on and on and on about marketing and um, Thomas actually, before we started recording, made a good point. Um, social is always evolving and changing. You have to be flexible. You can't just say, oh, well, I'm just going to invest all my time and energy into Instagram and, you know, not be flexible. Their algorithm stuff changes. Um, and actually marketing, can you add website too? Because, Website is really important. It is a social platform. Um, and Marika, our web designer, we kind of had a live that we did and she made a really good point. Like all these social media platforms are great. And I think a lot of people think like, well, why do I need a website now? Well, Instagram, LinkedIn, they are places you rent. It is space that you rent online your website is your home that you bought. Nobody mm-hmm. can kick you off of it. It is your home. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a whole nother topic. So I like it. So maybe not just website, but maybe platforms. Yeah. Rent versus buy. Um, oh, I like that. I'm going to write that. But credit to Marika, like yeah. you said. Um, okay. Yeah, so we'll it. see you next time. And hopefully let us know your questions. And we are open books to yeah. answer things. Until next time. Until next time.